welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm very excited to be here today. I had a request today, a special request from a dear friend, and she was inquiring about anxiety. Now, I do want to look at, let me look at um, the message, because I think I want to get the wording right so we can understand what we're approaching. So let's see. Um, It's saying, uh, seem to struggle with anxiety. It's more of a prolonged anxiety. My thoughts overwhelm me and I feel like I'm drowning. But even after I get over the intense thoughts, I still have an uneasiness in my stomach for the rest of the day. Can you channel some solutions to prolonged anxiety for me? So I think that understanding what's going on is really important. It's not just about fixing it. It's really about understanding where it comes from. Because when we understand uh, how to turn the light on and off, uh, we will go turn the light on and off instead of uh, frustration until someone else comes in and turns the light on and off, that kind of thing. So we really want to take ownership of the understanding of the mechanics of these experiences. Now, <clears throat> at the root of all of it is frequency. Now, what I would say to anyone who's having this underlying anxiety feeling, I would say to look back to your childhood. Now, if you know you had a blissful childhood and you absolutely know there was nothing there, then chances are it is a DNA hand down, all right? But most people, most, will have it in their childhoods. Now, what this means is that, and I think in this case, and I could be totally wrong, but I believe that children are highly survival-like motivated, and they're adaptable to some degree, but their adaptability doesn't mean that there isn't trauma or stress with that. It's just they, they seem on the surface to appear to go along to get along kind of thing. Now, if we take a child who's in a very stressful situation and they adapt to that stressful situation, they appear to be normal, but under the surface, there is this this frequency of whatever. Maybe it's a frequency of fear, anxiety, frustration, anger, and this is there. Now, if we don't go and release... um, forgive and release this old area of our lives. What happens is it can appear that we are no longer there because look at our lives. It's so different than when we were children. I was going to say childhood. It's so different than when we were children and we don't have those people in our lives anymore who seem to be the cause of those issues So we think, ah, I'm away from it. I can be me now. But what happened was 
in response to the situation you're in as a child, you created a survival field. That survival field outside of that experience now equates as anxiety. When you were in that field, in that experience, it was, it was almost like a, a survival flow. And it probably was a match to where you were at. And so it just, it assisted in carrying you through a traumatic situation until you could get out. But then you got out and you didn't let go of that survival flow. So the survival flow in this case is anxiety, underlying anxiety. So it is um, imperative if you want to get out of that anxiety flow to love it, forgive those involved, bring love to them, you know, love them. It, I, it's just, it's a, it's a backwards sounding thing when we're buried in the 3D of it, but it is the massive transformation that it is calling for. And now is that special time. And I know this friend of mine, I know that her story is not unique. I know that there are many other people who are suffering with this anxiety. Now, let's look at another mechanism going on. So she may say, yeah, but that was a long time ago. And I've been so good since then. I've had so much like expansion and you know, abundance and my life is blooming. So I, does it doesn't make sense that it would come back. Well, in a way it would, because if you haven't released it, then it's been sitting in your bones and tissues and your cellular DNA has been, has been forced to hold on to it because you haven't consciously released it. Now, and then, womp womp, Top it off with the fact that we're in a new world, a world where fear is propaganda at a level never seen before in our country, and that there are people who are operating not from their highest good, but from their get along to go along. All right? This is, this is I am going to do whatever I have to do so that my neighbors are happy with me, my government's happy with me, my community's happy with me. Um, so whatever I have to do, I'm going to do it. Now, that very easily could trigger. Can you see how if we're suddenly feeling pushed away from our own truth, uh, and your own truth may be unknown to you because you may not be fully in that relationship with what is my truth. You may not be, you may just be kind of riding you know, the waves and, and, and sometimes like things are really good and sometimes they aren't. What I like to do is when things are really not good, I like to look, where do I stand in this? What is my truth in this? And I make a practice of it. But when people aren't challenged and there's not a lot of not good moments, or they just don't think they're that big a deal, you know, eh, everyone has their bad days, you know, then what happens is they don't get more clarity and more relationship with that truth of who they are. So, whew, it's a lot of information, right? 
<clears throat> but everything is frequency and the world around us is sh shedding frequency. It's giving off frequency. The tree is everything. So if you are predominantly surrounded by low frequency, you are going to be affected by that. Not that you have to be, but if you're not conscious of who and what you are, you will let that frequency kind of like trickle on you. You'll let it irritate you. I know I have my own limits to how much, right now, just how much energy I can work with, you know, like as far as other people's fear, other people's sadness. And I do know the answer is loving myself unconditionally and loving others. And when I went to my mom's funeral, I was walking through that almost hourly. You know, where do I stand with this? You know, because I kept getting um, derailed by what I thought were the expectations of others. And this would derail me. And then suddenly I'd feel oppressed or overwhelmed by um, the energies around me. So I would have to breathe through that and send out love and be love. And suddenly it was all cleared. And the people who showed up understood that, you know, I did my mom's funeral weekend my way. And, and it was my way, but it was also my way with my mom. That is also very important. My mom uh, gave me permission to do it my way. And, um, and that was lovely. I didn't need her permission, but it was so lovely to have it. You know, when she was like, go, enjoy, and just be yourself. Be yourself. And that was really beautiful. Um, so this is a critical time for people who have a past of anxiety that has not been cleared or released or forgiven or brought to the unconditional love source. You know, like when we bring our past to love, oh, it's just as magic. It's just like a flower opening for the first time. It's so beautiful and it clears all the illusion that was inherent as part of that prior experience. When I did that with my personal issues that I had with my mother, it was really beautiful because I felt like I could just finally love her. You know, like I could finally love her in a very open, vulnerable, unassuming way. You know, like just, ah, you know, like I was loving myself. But that's the catch. If we can't love ourselves, how can we even love another person? So that's why a lot of times our behaviors to others show up as stilted. And we're like, why? Why am I being this way with my kid? I love my kid. Well, it's because I'm being that way with me right now. And so that's what I have to clear. It always comes back to you. So if someone is having anxiety and it's washing up on them, I would highly recommend EFT tapping. Go back to the David Childerly Abundance video on YouTube, David Childerly, um, that's C-H-I-L-D, like child, E-R-L-Y. And when I Googled his name, abundance was the third suggestion down. So go to David Childerly Abundance. It's a blue screen video and do it. It was a lifesaver for me. And recently, another one of my friends remembered to pull that up and start using it. So I highly recommend that. Do that in the morning when you first wake up. 
to reboot and get back into your true source energy position. Do it in the middle of the day if you can, if you are having moments. If you are having anxiety on the road, pull over and do some deep breathing, conscious breathing, mindful breathing, and do this, David Children. You have your phones with you, you can pull over, you can do it. EFT tapping will heal you. This isn't about like getting by. This isn't about like, oh, let me just get through this moment. It'll get you through the moment, but it will heal you because it undoes the neuron, 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 um, I'm saying it wrong. But those connections, there's neuron connections that are happening that enable old frequencies to have great power in our lives. It derails them. It's about undoing the uh, those uh, triggers. And yeah, because there's certain things where suddenly you think something and so it brings you right there. You throws you onto the train of anxiety. And then all of a sudden you let the mind take the reins. The mind is a tool. It is, should not be driving the car. And once you give the mind the steering wheel, it takes you all over the place to verify that, yes, indeed, there is every reason to be anxious about. Now, people like my friend who wrote that text, I know she has skills. So I know she's not just running rampant with it because her mind is hers to control. And so I know there is a um, that she's able to recognize true and not true. And if her mind is derailing her and run, running her through past experience that would cause anxiety, she'd know like, oh, no, no, no. I know that's not it because I've cleared that. That's That has been dealt with, so that's not it. And yet what is doing it is so far back and we just assume that because we've moved on, that those things were uh, addressed and they have to be addressed again. We have to um, like act like little witches and cup our hands and put the problem in our hands and then blow over it forgiveness, blow over it compassion. You know, I, I love the physicality. That's why sometimes I feel like a witch and I'm using that term loosely because I'm using it like a child would use it. Like, oh, look, I'm mixing mud in a pot. I must be a witch, you know, like I'm making a potion. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that we can play. We can pull in other tools like light a candle, you know, light some sage and, and move it around your, your beingness and your house. Sometimes we live in a physical world and sometimes we need to use physical treatments. And that's why aspirin can work. That's why placebos are 60% effective, placebos. So um, give yourself a little, a little space. Create a ritual if you want, because rituals are something to ground in. They're that physical something. So, um, you know, that's where the witch stuff comes in, because witches have these uh, these protocols and stuff around. They have these little rituals. And, okay, if I turn three times... I light a candle, I brush off my body, I sweep out my house, then all is well. You know, like, let me brush out the negativity. Let me brush off the negativity. Uh, let me bring into my being pure light love. How do I do it? So I would um, remember, I would suggest that EFT tapping, I would suggest that you bring in really powerful affirmations. 
Even though I'm feeling anxious, I love and accept myself unconditionally. That's a beautiful one. Write that down. Even though I feel overwhelmed, I love and accept myself unconditionally. Recognizing that there is a frequency going on and it's inundated every cell of your body and it's time to raise that frequency level. Now, I was suggesting to a friend yesterday to love yourselves, to shower your own body with a loving energy. Whew, that feels good. And my chills get my <laughs> I get chills because my cells get excited because I'm talking about loving them and they're like, yay! So um, if you're getting goosebumps or chills, know that your cells are excited and they're celebrating the fact that you are considering coming into relationship with them through this process. So it only takes, it takes less than two minutes to shift the frequency within you, but it takes that much consciousness to change it. Less than two minutes, maybe 80 seconds to change the frequency that your body is holding. That's all it is. So if you can do a breathing something or other, a mantra, a mindfulness uh, thing, a meditation, if you can write, write and stay present with the writing. It's all about presentness. If you can stay present in this now moment for 80 seconds, I guarantee you any frequency you have can be shifted. Now, if we are, when we are present, we have the ability like without judgment, without expectation, presentness. Because remember, like when I say be present, you're like, well, if I'm present, I'm going to notice everything wrong. But you can't notice it wrong without using the past, which means you're not in the present. Because everything just is what it is. So bring yourself present for 80 seconds and choose again. You know, maybe it feels like way too much of a stretch to go up to love. So maybe you just go up to anger. Or maybe you just go up to content. Happiness will come. It, it can't not come. Because as you raise your ability and your willingness to love yourself unconditionally, you will just fall back into the hands of love, which is where you were from and it's where you will go and it's who you are. So this is about undoing the the veils that we put in our own way to protect ourselves from the love of God's source energy. And by opening up and being willing to be loved, we can let down those veils. And anxiety and overwhelm are one of those veils. Those are the veils, the filters you put on. And what's interesting is when you have that filter up, if someone tries to love you, it actually makes the anxiety feel more. Isn't that crazy? Because there is, you're creating resistance. The anxiety and overwhelm are resistance to love. So maybe that's why this is coming up too for some people right now. Because more than ever, they're loving themselves. And then we have this world happening the way it's happening. And we are create we are going into these old patterns and the old patterns are in such resistance to the new awareness of love we have for ourselves and our world so that resistance and this is why we're feeling it so much more now than we did when we were children and we implemented these things to survive in our world because back then there was no resistance to it there was no one loving us beyond like the frequency of that 
You know, it's funny because a mom will say, oh, I worry about my kids because I love them. Well, then your definition of love is the frequency of worry. And how awful is that? I mean, if you knew what you were doing to your kid, you wouldn't do it. That's how, that's how simple that is. So we create the, the definitions within our own beingness and just understand that at one time, perhaps your mother's frequency of love was worry was stress, was overwhelm. And that was her frequency of love. And that's what you grew to know. And if you're tapping into a consciousness of love now, it could be challenging that because that is the holding definition right now of love. If that's what you brought forward without clearing it, it is holding the space of that definition. It's time to throw out the old. Uh, even though my mother loved me through the frequency of overwhelm or stress or anxiety, I destroy that. I destroy that belief. I destroy it. I delete it. I, I uncreate it for all time, space, and reality. Poof, right? And then adopt in the definition of love that you are a match for for today or you uh, will lean into today. That is your highest potential self. How cool is that? Oof, we went way over today. Voila! So um, with that, bid you adieu. I love you. Have a wonderful day. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaucet.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.